Welcome back to Giddy Up. What a weekend it promises to be. In fact, what a week it promises to be in Tassie. We've got the three and four-year-old classic. They tell me the inevitable is back at the races as well on a Sunday afternoon at Launceston. Bear Robertson and Snapper, Matty Reid, join us now. Hello to you, first of all, Bear. Uh, morning, Gareth. Just before we start, just obviously passing my condolences yeah. to Dean Lester's family and friends and in particular you, mate. I know how close you were to him and how much a mentor he was, so I'm thinking of you today, mate. No, he was a great man. I know you loved his tips. He used to... Oh, uh, every Friday morning, every Friday mate, get the Saturday. coffee. Well, loved you, it. I loved don't know it. how many people used to text me on a Saturday morning, what's Dino <laughs> like, Gareth? Can you send me his tips? Um, yep. And we used to send them through and... It was a different. Some people could punt them well, and some people couldn't. I couldn't, but you could, um, Bear. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, he's going to be misses, no doubt about that. And just with the, yep. I saw the inevitable. Is he, is he racing again before the All Star Mile? Yeah. So there's the there's the hell of a street stakes on Wednesday on oh, okay. Cup Day. So yeah. Scotty's accepted for that. So we've still got five days to decide whether or not, or Scotty's got five days to decide whether or not we run. So. He's just a touch worried of five weeks between Thomas Lyons and if we get in the All-Star Mile. So, um, yeah, we'll leave that up to the experts, mate. Yes. Um, Snapper, hello to you. It's a good meeting on Sunday, and then we look forward to Launceston Cup Day. Um, what do you make of this meeting at Launceston on Sunday? Yeah, morning, G. Morning, Bear. And I certainly echo Bear's sentiments around Dean Lester. A very sad morning for everyone in the industry. Uh, Sunday, it's a, it's a good card, G. It's probably come up a little bit stronger than I thought it might, um, particularly the, the Magic Millions two-year-old race. Our numbers have been a little bit light on this year in the two-year-old ranks, but we've got a field of 12, which is probably up there with as many as we've had for any two-year-old race this season. And the Oaks, um, we've got uh, eight there. We only had four go around in the strut, but we've got a, a few new faces, and I think that'll be a good race as well. So, uh, I don't think it'll be completely straightforward and a nice warm-up for next Wednesday's Lonnie Cup meeting. All right, mate. So how do we make some money on a Sunday afternoon before the, the Launceston Cup meeting on a Wednesday? We'll start off with you, Bear. Go through your best bets and then you, Snapper. Uh, really keen race seven, number one, Turk Warrior. The horse has been in great form this preparation. Uh, I reckon his male will slide straight to the front from his barrier and I reckon that's the last you'll see of him. So race seven, number one. And also in the last race eight, number nine is the winner. It was a touch unlucky last start, just got held up at a crucial stage, hitting the line really well. Uh, meets the winner from that race, a kilo or so better off. So I just think if it has any even luck, I think race eight, number nine is a winner, will be winning. So race eight, number nine is a winner, and Turk Warrior, race seven, number one. What are you doing, Snapper Reed? Yeah, I'm with Bear. Turk Warrior is probably likely to be my best on the program. The second at Portsea for Danny O'Brien's got another nomination across the weekend. Not sure if it comes around. Kind of hope it does because it might help with our Turk Warrior price. I'd be happy to take anything better than even money on him. Uh, I think the favourite in the Oaks, gee, is a good thing. Sole choice. Made very light work of a four-horse field in the strut last Friday. Uh, we've had a little minor curveball here. Geordie Child's got a suspension. He's taking that. So late rider change, Zach Spain jumps on board. But I think this horse just goes to the front and, and should be too good again. Uh, I think the $1.80 that you're getting is fair about it uh, in the Oaks. 
And just looking at other races, G, I think race four, Adam Trindle will win if I can dutch his two incriminate and silver persuasion. The latter of those two doesn't have a right of name, so potentially it might not go around. But if it does, if I can back both incriminate and silver persuasion in race four, I'll be confident in finding the winner. So race four, number four, and also number seven there, in race number four, what's on the podcast this week, lads? We did, uh, uh, we did the. Sorry, yeah, sorry, go snapper. <laughs> I was just going to say the the Oaks is out and about. We spoke to Cameron Thompson, the head of the twenty twenty three Tassie Magic Million Sales on Monday. Uh, so the sales are coming up there, and then we'll turn our attention to the Lonnie Cup Bear and I will. I think Sunday night we're going to record that one. I had a quick chat to the boys. A field of 15 for the Launceston Cup on Wednesday, so good deep numbers there. Most of the fancies from the Hobart Cup are, are backing up. Beautiful. I've just been in contact with Siggy Carr. I think we're getting a syndicate together, so I've locked you guys in for 10%. So um, bring it on. Um, good on you, lads. Thanks, mate. Have a good day. There's Bear and Snapper, Bear Robertson, Snapperie. Two great judges looking forward to a big week there in Tassie Racing. We'll take a break and then we'll come back with Friday's bag of tips as we try and find you a winner across the three codes.